What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with my co-host, as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. What's up, Clay? Not too much, Caleb. How are you living, my friend? Pretty good. Um, actually, I'm gonna. I've, I'm moving around, and I'm thinking this coat is gonna make a lot of noise because it's it's a rain jacket, you know. So I I'm about so to take too. it off. So yep, stand by, crinkly. listeners. It's kind of crinkly. Just a little. That's just part of our ASMR episode. Still got that popcorn? I, oh, yeah. Hold on. Ready? Oh, yeah. Mmm, yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm just a tad bit hungry, so I'll be muting my mic and eating popcorn while you talk at certain points. Okay. Um, cool. I've been good pretty good. Know. You know, had Monday off, President's Day. How about you? I did not have Monday off. Mm. Hate yeah, to my see school. It. My, my school. Your school? How old are you? <laughs> what? I'm 12. <laughs> I'm this many. <laughs> uh, 12, 12 job. My company does not give a shit about presidents, apparently. Um, well, I work with... My, my, my company works a lot with banks, so we usually follow the bank holidays. Um, that checks out. Yeah. That checks out. Well, good for you, man. Good for you. Thanks. I'm ready for tomorrow, though. Um, even though yeah, me too. I started on Tuesday. Uh, what you reading? What you watching? Well, um, I got Peacock today, and I've blown through season two of The Office. You once bought again. Peacock? No, didn't. Oh, buy it. the free version. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I have since blown through season two of The Office easily during my workday. Of course, but, of course. Yeah, but it's been what a couple months since I've watched. Well, okay, that's a lie. It's on Comedy Central a lot these days, which it is, yeah. which good good on Comedy Central for securing whatever they secured to be able to to just run office marathons starting mm-hmm. from the day that Netflix lost it. Um, right, have seen some on TV for sure. Every time I see it on, I just go to it. But um, it felt good to have it at my fingertips again. Of course, wow. at least season one and two, right? At least season one and two, season one, which is my least favorite season. It's actually well, the worst season. I'm pretty sure it's everybody's least. I'm pretty sure that's what most people when they're like, "Oh, it's not funny. I don't like right. it." They've right. just watched season. It's like one. I couldn't, I couldn't make it past like the second episode. It's like, okay, maybe just start from season two. Like, yeah, you don't good. have to watch season one. They completely revamped the show after season one because it almost got canceled. That's why right. season one's only six episodes. Uh, Michael Scott was the most hated character in season one. People couldn't stand him. Mm-hmm. That was one of the reasons it almost got canceled. And then they totally revamped his character. Gave him a new hairstyle, which helped, but like toned him down a little bit, made him less of a douchebag and a little bit more like likable. Um, right. They and, saw uh, his character in Forty uh, Year Old Virgin, and they're like, "Yes, lean a little more into this." And the rest is history. The rest, as they say, you is know history, the drill. Yes. Yeah. What about you? Um. Well, still on my Modern Family kick. Last week I was on season two at the beginning of season two. Now I'm midway not midway i wouldn't say midway i'm like a quarter of the way through season four so Mm -hmm. making steady traction on that um pretty funny i i'm still enjoying it i haven't found like i haven't gotten bored of it or like oh this sucks or anything yet so yeah um there was a marathon on last night that i was watching modern family it was season one Mm. and just like seeing luke as like a baby little kid and like Haley as not a college girl 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just cra- I mean I mentioned last week it's crazy they they just grow all the way up from a little child to like Luke become is Luke in college by the end of it? You think Luke goes to college? Okay, that checks out. Community <laughs> college. He could make it into community. <laughs> I guess. College. I guess. Um, he he is like I saw we went uh, to Myrtle Beach a couple weeks ago and they had it on the TV and I just like threw it on and I saw he was dating a 40 year old woman so he's he definitely like gets to that college age okay gotcha yeah i also watched the newest episode of riverdale with leo last night which i'm only in season i'm like almost to season three of riverdale myself mm-hmm. what and, season uh, is the current seven oh damn and it takes place seven years after everything else the so, current season does yeah what? yeah so everybody's in completely different scenarios and they look the same, but they're supposedly seven years older. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting, especially since I haven't watched the lead up to it. Right, so, right, right. Well, now you have a little two. preview, I guess. I did. Yeah, I did watch some of the later season episodes with Leo, but I mean, this is seven years later. I have no clue. Does is he all the way caught up? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, okay. which is why he's catching the new episodes when they come on the CW. That guy. Uh, hmm. Also watched Silence of the Lambs for the first time. The movie? Yeah, the movie. Oh, you hadn't seen that before. I know, I know. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's like one of those classic movies where like I know all the like cultural references and things like that, and I know what the yep. movie's about, but I had never actually seen the actual movie. Um, so Jess and I watched that. We're starting this thing on Thursdays where we have like a movie night on Thursdays. Nice. Um, I don't know what we're watching tonight, but last week was Silence of the Lambs, and I will say, uh, some of it. I've heard people like adults, like I guess we're adults now, but like real adults um, will be like, oh, when I saw that movie, when it came out, it was Hi Cora. When I saw that movie, yes, I did have a good day. How was yours? Um, When I saw that movie, when it came out, it was so scary, yada, yada, yada. But then like we're sitting there watching it and there's certain parts where we like literally just like bust out laughing out loud because it's just kind of hammy, cheesy Mm -hmm. type of stuff. But I guess back in 1991, um, it was scary, but I think we've just been so desensitized by what we, we see today that it's, it's actually kind of funny. Um, and like, like I was like, this is just like an elongated version of criminal minds, like no more violence, no more any of that. I mean, they say like, uh, cunt and fuck a little bit more, but that's, that's about it. Um, but I mean, it was good. I, I, I see why it's a a classic great actor. You guys, you guys going to watch the rest of the, I guess you can call it a trilogy. Quadrilogy, isn't it? Oh, is there four? Mm-hmm. Hannibal. There's Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, Red Dragon, Red Dragon, and Hannibal Rising. I don't think I've ever heard of Hannibal Rising before. There's a fourth movie. Yeah, it takes place. It's like um, why Hannibal became a cannibal. It's like his, It's like he's like a 20-year-old maybe. Maybe he's a teenager, something like that. Interesting. Hann- so it's young Hannibal? Yeah. And it's officially part of the series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. But I've also been seeing those uh, trailers for Clarice that show, and <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing wa- those too. Now that I've watched the movie, I'm I'm kind of curious to see what that's all about. Yeah, me too. The show could be decent. Um, it, I mean, like you said, it'll probably just be like Criminal Minds. Right? Yeah, I, I'd imagine. Um, um, which oh, I liked Criminal Minds, one of my favorite shows. Same, same. Uh, yeah, I can tell by your rippedness. Is that you, Officer Derek Morgan? <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Are you yeah, looking at Hannibal Rising? Yeah, 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
<laughs> that sounds like a movie I'm gonna watch. Well, to answer your original question, I have been thinking about watching maybe not Hannibal Rising, but I guess the other two. I've been thinking now that I've watched Silence of the Lambs, I might as well kind of finish it out. So, so we'll Hannibal see. Hannibal is decent, not great. Red Dragon I like, but it's also not. I guess objectively it's not great, but I like it. It's it's got a different vibe to it that I think works pretty well, pretty well, and it's got uh, Voldemort. Oh, Ray Fiennes. Um, yeah. So the other two just don't really live up to the Silence of the Lambs. No, and and I don't really. Yeah, I, I think Red Dragon is my favorite one, other than Silence of the Lambs. I think that's the other one that I like. I don't know that I would say that I like Hannibal. Remind me, I think I've read about them, but do these movies like time jump like one's a prequel to Silence of the Lambs? Um, so Hannibal takes place after I want to say that Hannibal and then Red Dragon are just chronological after Silence of the Lambs. Are they okay? I, yeah. I, I don't know why I thought that, but I thought like uh, I thought Hannibal might have been like right after Silence and then Red Dragon was pre Silence, but I, I no, he's even he's even older in Red Dragon. Okay. And cool. uh, yeah, and Voldemort is basically like his new like apprentice. Oh, like a jigsaw situation. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact: I've never seen any of the Saw movies either. Ooh, some of those are decent. The first three mm. are pretty good, and then one of the newer ones—I forget which one it is. Most of the newer ones are not good. Most of the ones past three are just absolutely terrible. Mm. But one of the newer ones—I forget what it's called—but it's it's pretty good actually. Aren't they making another one? I think, uh, yeah, with Chris Rock, Chris Rock, right? right? Yeah. yeah what's like, going on with that? What a twist. I don't think I've seen him do anything serious. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. So we'll see how um, that goes. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah. Watch, um, yeah, I would recommend Saw 1 through 3. Maybe sure. maybe I'll add that to the list. Yeah, the first the first couple, they have like decent mystery behind them, behind mm-hmm. all the just like gratuitous gore and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... After those ones, it just turns into like a stupid gore fest with nothing else interesting happening. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, No, I've seen because they've been out for so long. I mean, I don't blame anybody, but I've seen like some spoilers, like some certain people are related to certain people in certain ways. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Trying not to. It's fuck it. It's like certain people are like his apprentices and there's Mm -hmm. like secret apprentice. Yeah. Like ally, like allies. And there's like a cop who's one of the main guys and one of them that ends up being like the guy orchestrating everything in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, good guys being turned into bad guys. Because right. Right. Of the choices that they have to make. And yeah. Cause like I think that. I saw like one, the guy from like the, maybe I I'm missing like one of the, the guy from either the first movie or one of the first movies ends up being the jigsaw in like a later movie or, or some shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It seems yeah. interesting. There's some solid interconnectivity to the first few of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would recommend those first three. Awesome. This episode of Masters of the Cultureverse brought to you by Air Poppers. I got Jessica an Air Popper for um, Valentine's Day because she had been talking about it for like months, if not years. So I was like, finally, like, here's part of your Valentine's Day present. And we've been eating a lot of popcorn. I love it. And milk bone. (laughs) You won't bite that and swallow it. Who won't? Oh, there it is. That's a true... You gotta swallow it. What are you doing? Are you spitting it out? It just tastes Dude, like a dry no, cracker. There's absolutely no flavor to it. Right. It's just like dry cardboard. Um, Why do dogs even like these? Now, make sure you Cora follow just, us. What's up? Cora just saw me explode this milk bone and now she's gonna get up. 
She said, whoa, 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 you're wasting that. That's a good milk bone there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on Instagram at masters of the at masters.cultureverse and send us an email at masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. We have no announcements or shouts today, so Clay, take it away with sports. All right, so football's over. Okay, back to you, Caleb. <laughs> I put popcorn yeah. in my mouth. I knew the mic put popcorn in my mouth. I thought you were have something. Yeah. <laughs> there was just nothing. Nah, nah, we got some sports. So obviously football's over. Super Bowl happened. That's in the books. The uh, main news this week is that the NBA All-Star Game is happening. Um, it was kind of debated over the past month or so if it was going to happen or not. And uh, they're doing it. It's going to be March 7th, just March 7th. Usually it's a whole All-Star weekend, but mm -hmm. this time around it's just one day. Where? Um, so it is in, let me tell you. You want me to tell you? I want to tell me. In, it's in Atlanta. So, so maybe yeah, T.I. So will be there. I mean, he probably will. T.I., B.O.B. Uh, What's B.O.B. doing these days? I was just asking just that the other day. Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Last album that I saw he put out was, I think, my first year out of college. Mm -hmm. So what, 2016, something mm -hmm. like that? Mm -hmm. And it had had like 35 songs on it. 35? Yeah. That's yeah, a, a lot album. of them. I actually listened, to, I listened through it multiple times back then, and some good songs on it, but most of the album was songs about conspiracy theories. Oh, one boy. song is called, yeah, one song is called Fuck Science. That's the name of the song. <laughs> um, one song is called... Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's all about how the moon landing is fake. Is he serious or is this satire? No, he's serious. He's oh, serious. God. Yep. Um, all about how the moon landing, like the shadows don't line up in the video and the, yeah, this, that, and the other thing and how it was filmed by Stanley Kubrick in a studio, that mm -hmm. type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's a, uh, he's one of those guys. Wow. Okay. You yeah. hate to see it. That's yeah. one thing we don't talk about though. We don't ever have a music section. I'd be down to throw that in. Yeah, maybe we will. Okay. Maybe cool. like a, it'll be like if there's an album that comes out that we're like really interested in or something. Right. Yeah. Works cool. for me. Or like a feud or like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's in Atlanta. It's going to be March, March 7th. Um, we do have some of the main, main NBA players like kind of mad about it. LeBron said he felt like it was a slap in the face. Um, De'Aaron Fox, who will be an all-star. He says, you know, he like he doesn't think that it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Damian Lillard is out here kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. He's like, well, you got to think about the business ramifications. So I'm cool with it. Um, he's all about that cheddar cheese. Um, so March 7th, yeah, typically it's a whole weekend. This time it's just one day. Mm -hmm. And they're already putting out names for the people who are in the three-point contest. I heard Damian Lillard got announced today. He's going to be in it. He's shooting like 40% threes this year. I think he's third in three-point shooting. Mm. But um, what's interesting is that they're going to have the uh, they're going to have the skills challenge mm. and the three point contest in the pregame for the All Star game. So those mm. things are going to happen before the actual All Star game. Okay. And then at halftime of the All Star game, they're doing the dunk contest. <laughs> wow, yeah. just jam packed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't want to make people come back for three days, right? It makes sense. So makes it's sense. just just come one, come all see everything at once i think i mean it's gonna be a cool day um, yeah wait so why why does lebron think this is a slap in the face um so i'm not 100 obviously because of like safety and health and things like that 
sure. all that stupid stuff. But they've but, been um, playing games. Right. They have been playing games. I think he's just thinking anything extra than what we have to do mm. seems like not a smart idea okay. in a pandemic. Sure. Um, but also, he was one of the ones that was kind of against even playing this season. Right. I remember that. Because, I mean, you've got to think this dude's really old, right? He's been playing so hard for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, he was looking forward to taking his family on vacation and stuff and probably getting a break for his body. Um, but uh, so maybe he just doesn't really want to play extra basketball. And he knows he's going to be one of the – he's not only one of the starters, but he's going to be one of the captains. It's probably – so as far as the go, the voting goes right now, LeBron's first place in voting for the West, Kevin Durant first place for the East. So – it's going to be one of those situations where both of those guys are team captains and they get to pick from the list of starters. It'll mm-hmm. be a list of like eight starters um, and they get to just pick who their starters are going to be. Then they get to pick who their bench players are going to be. Um, LeBron's first pick last year, I believe, was Luca. I think. I think. How do they decide who gets first pick? Um, that's a good question. Maybe they flipped a coin or something like that. It was LeBron and Giannis last year. They should but just it's like, have like a shootout for it. LeBron would not beat Kevin Durant in a shootout. <laughs> he would, however, beat Giannis. So that's probably why he got the first pick last year. Um, so, so yeah, you know, we got uh, an all-star game happening. That should be pretty exciting. They're actually picking the starters tonight. They're announcing them tonight at like 7 p.m. or something. Tonight being Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, so next week we'll actually have the teams laid out. We'll have a better idea of what that's looking like. But, you know, that's, that's kind of our main NBA news that we have right now, other than the fact that we've got Steph Curry having like a historic year. We've got Luca having a historic year. Um, James Harden is having a huge year. LeBron is having a huge year. Uh, Damian Lillard is going crazy, especially since CJ McCollum has been out for the past like 15 games, something like that. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, we've got big players doing big things. Obviously mm-hmm. we got our fantasy stuff rolling. I'm playing, I'm playing not your Jess, but Ethan's Jess this week. So hopefully that is an automatic win. <laughs> I did. I think she has the worst record in the league. She's 0-7. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that'll do it. How did our game uh, end up last week? You won. Do you remember? Oh, you do remember. Cool. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> cool. 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 Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much the roundup for the NBA. Um, we did have something kind of notable happen in in the NFL today. Um, so, so yeah. So Carson Wentz, the fo- now former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, has been traded to the Colts after Phillip Rivers retired this year. So that's nice. kind of notable. Yeah. That, yeah, that means that um, Jalen Hurts, who was his backup, you know, super – do you hear this? I do. <laughs> Some more ASMR for you. Cora coming through to – Finish up the milk bone. Wow, that is really prominent. Okay, you can you can get down. Um, yeah. So Jalen Jalen Hurts is now the guy in Philly. He should be a stud. Carson Wentz isn't really a stud, but maybe with a different team he could be. But we'll see. Just kind of a kind of a notable move there. Yeah. And then and then transitioning from a former football player who became a baseball player. And this is, this is the huge news. This is some of the biggest news that we've gotten in a long time. Um, Tim Tebow is retiring from baseball. Wow. Yep. After five years in, in the minor leagues. So What a you know, run end, he has had. End of an era. Yep. Hey, yep. Jess and I saw Tim Tebow play live 
at a Fireflies game. He was on the the Columbia minor league team when I was in grad school, and we went to a few games. That's where I learned how to make fire fries. Um, okay, but yeah, no, we saw we saw him live. Wow, saw what him an strike out. Do what? Saw him strike out. Wow, what an experience! You're gonna be able to tell your kids about that. I will tell my kids about grandkids. That. Hell, and they'll be like Tim who? No, no, they'll know. They'll know because your kids. Your kids are going to be good God-fearing kids, and he's a, a conduit of God himself. So they'll, they'll know just by default, mm. by immaculate conception. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, when he was in the NFL, he was throwing a lot of immaculate interceptions. Did you make that joke up? Yeah, on the spot. That's a good one. I don't know if I would call it a joke. <laughs> but I appreciate it. It was a clever way of putting it. How about that? Thanks. Thanks. You so got yeah, ladies. I mean, I mean, there's no news in sports that's going to be able to top Tim Tebow. So I'm just gonna gonna end it there. That's your sports roundup. All right. Well, let's keep with the sports theme here with video games. Uh, Nintendo had their direct yesterday. Um, I didn't watch it because I had to run to the vet and get some heartworm medicine. Um, and I looked at the highlights. Not much of note in my opinion, except some cool Zelda Joy Cons. Um, and one game, the only game that I seem excited about is Mario Golf. It's coming to the Switch. Okay. People have people have been asking for this game for years, so Here your prayers go. have finally been answered. Here we go. I think the last time, the last system it was on was the 64. Yeah. I used to talk about getting a Switch, but I don't know that I ever will now. It doesn't really seem, especially since I've been at home mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Really the, the switch is is Jess's console of choice. I got it for her a couple years ago. I don't remember mm-hmm. what the holiday was. Maybe Christmas. Maybe her birthday. Can't remember. Too many too many events um, to keep track of what present was for what. But life, man. I know, man. But she loves it. She plays it. She lo- but like Mario games are her, are her shit. So like, it was the perfect uh, console for her. And like she can take it in the bed and just like be playing it and watching TV and stuff like that. So, yeah. I am a very big Super Smash Brothers person. Oh yeah, we. She doesn't like Smash because I kick her <coughs> ass all the time. But yep, she she beats me at Mario Kart, so I guess it kind of evens out. Yeah, Mario Kart, obvious classic. Obvious, obvious. obvious. No, but <clears throat> well, I'm sure we'll buy Mario Golf um, when it comes out. I don't know. Just doesn't really like sports games that much, but maybe because it's Mario, she'll play. But I know I'll definitely play it. I'll I'll give it a try. Give it the old college get- try. You should get Phoenix Rising. Ever heard of it? I have heard of it. <laughs> Definitely not through me. Is that is that only a Switch game? No, it's not. It's on everything. Okay, that's what I thought. You, you had me confused, though, for a second. Yeah, I have, would actually recommend it for, for next-gen over Switch. Have you played it? No. Oh. But I've played it on PS4, and it looks really good. No, I didn't mean... No, yeah, I didn't mean if, if you'd played it on next-gen. I, I meant had you played it at all. The game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I beat it. Oh, you beat it. It's my favorite recent game. This is the I, um excuse me. This is the like Greek god wood, right? Yeah. It's essentially like Breath of the Wild if you reskinned it to look like Disney's Hercules. Yeah. I've I've watched uh one of the Twitch uh streamers that I watch. Um I'm not going to give him a shout out cuz he doesn't know who I am, so fuck him. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh I've seen yeah. I've seen him. He was playing it for a while and I watched him uh, play that for a couple streams, but and it looked cool. Um, 
Game's got like a lot going for it. Some winged boots and some other like mythical shit that you can acquire. Yep, that's definitely part of it for sure. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Anyway, moving on. TV. Finn Wolfhard says that Stranger Things four will be the darkest there's ever been. And he says each year it gets like darker and and funnier and everything. And he says season four just kind of keeps the trend up and 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 jumps it forward even more. So I mean. Good. They've obviously read the scripts now. He's like read the scripts. I don't remember if they've started filming or not, um, but I am excited to see it. I think they have, and I'm, if I recall, we're supposed to have it either by the end of this year or early next year, um, which you know I just did uh, a see a Stranger Things rewatch, and um, so I'm I'm like ready for Stranger Things four. I need yeah. I think I'll do a rewatch too before that comes out. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do another rewatch right before it comes out. Like once they announce when it's coming, I'll I'll set it up so that I can finish my rewatch like right before it drops. And if I recall correctly, they drop all of their stuff all at once, so I can just kind of um, binge through that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how Netflix always does it, right? Are there any shows that Netflix just puts out one episode a week? I don't think one episode a week. I feel like there was one show where they did parts though, like they did like four episodes and then another four episodes or something but i might have made hmm. that up hmm yeah i'm i'm ready for a darker version of stranger things i mean we're getting to the point where uh it's involving a lot of russians so right um maybe it's just war with the russians in this one maybe only time it looks i want to say from the um the screenshots that we've or the i don't know what you want the stills that we've seen of uh hopper with a shaved head it looks like he's like in russia maybe yeah, I think he's in a prison camp. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, yeah I'm with it. Uh, I don't know if we announced it. I can go back through these outlines and see. Don't really care to, though. But, you know, Gina Carano got fired from mm-hmm. uh, The Mandalorian. And Probably on, for the best. On the, what? Probably for the best. Probably. She was tweeting some anti-Semitic things. I think she said something along the lines of being a Republican is like uh, being in the Holocaust or something. It's like being a Jew in the Holocaust. Yeah, that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking kidding me, Gina? (laughs) You kidding me, Gina? Uh, But so they fired her. And uh, on this outline, even originally it said like Cara Dune would be recast. But then earlier today, I saw some information that said she would not be recast. So... Yeah, right after you sent me the thing that said she would be recast, I started just seeing everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, just she will not be recast mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, and and I went back to that original post that said she would be, and they left a comment and said, like, Actually, update. psych. Yeah, they said, basically. Update, psych. Update, uh, she will not be recast. Which, gotcha. I mean, I don't care. I don't really like the character that much. I'm not, like, married to the character, so... No, I'm not a big fan of that character. She just kind of seemed like a side character that was there. I do have other. I do like Chubbs, though, and they kind of go hand in hand. So if I don't get any more Chubbs because of this, I'll be a little upset. Kind of hand in hand, but. Yeah, I I said kind of. I said kind of. You think they're going to kill her off or what? They're just going to like never mention her again. I think they're just going to never mention her because they're not. It's not like they're going to show her in a scene where they kill her. You know, so they're you don't probably think... going to be like she. She went off to be a, a marshal, you know, somewhere. Somewhere else, yeah. Okay, that's what I mean. I, I, I guess my question would would it would have been better phrased of uh, as, um, do you think they will acknowledge it? I think there's a better, a bigger chance that they won't than they will. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't think they have any reason to. Yeah, but that's one of my pet peeves of shows is if they don't acknowledge it. Because, like, I know what's happened. Like, I want an in-universe kind of explanation. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, she wasn't a huge character. She was a side character, like you said. But she was in a lot of the episodes. Like, a decent amount. So, I mean. Right. I want some acknowledgement. I don't. I don't want her to just like disappear. Actually, for all I'm shows. gonna. I'm gonna flip what I just said. I mm-hmm. think there's a there's a pretty good chance that they say something in passing, just like a small little mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. tidbit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, and good that's riddance, all for though. T- what? Good riddance, though. <laughs> good riddance. Not a very good actress. No, not a good actress. I mean, she wasn't. She's more of a fighter than an actress. And, so it's not and like Cara Dune didn't even really do that much fighting. She just kind of held a big gun. So, right. Yeah. So, so we could, I mean, if they decided to recast her, odds are they would end up with a better actress. Mm-hmm. Um, but without that character in this universe, I don't think we're really missing out on much. Nope. Uh, <clears throat> moving on to uh, movie news, uh, Cruella trailer. We, both of our, our movie news is our trailers, but mm-hmm. so did you, you watch the Cruella trailer? I'm sure I, I did. Yeah. And I actually like it. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty interesting. Yeah. I was getting like, okay, so I've never seen either of the Maleficent movies, but I've seen the trailers for them. And this trailer kind of felt like a retread of those trailers to me. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the first uh, Maleficent movie. Like, I, kn- I know from, I remember from the trailer, like, her coming into the king's court and, like, everybody, like, looking at her and being like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Yep. And she's mm-hmm. like, she says something cheeky. I don't remember what she says. But then in the Cruella trailer, we have kind of the same exact thing where she does the fire dress, and it's yep. kind of the same thing. And they're both, like, Disney movies about villains. So I feel like, I mean, and I'm just basing this off the trailer. I don't know, but it, it feels like it might kind of be, like, a formulaic thing they're starting to do, at, like, with their um, live-action remakes of their animated stuff right which, which so I mean, then it's all a cash grab but it just seems lazy yeah so then what other villains do you think they're gonna do or what other villains do you want them to do i don't know that i want them to do any other villains but okay so let's assume they're gonna do a mm. lot of other villain movies who mm. do you want um i would have said jafar before we got the aladdin remake the live action you didn't, aladdin. Re- you didn't realize he was so sexy in real life did you <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. Um, no, it's he's it's young like, with a six pack, <laughs> a chiseled jaw, apparently from that movie. Right. See, that's the tough thing about these. So, like, they haven't done a Sleeping Beauty live action remake. They haven't done a One Hundred One Dalmatians live action remake. So these villain movies are kind of all right because they kind of stand on their own. But now that they're starting to do a lot of these cartoons to live action, it kind of takes away. Like, they're doing A Little Mermaid, so I don't need to see an Ursula one. They did Aladdin, so I don't need to uh-huh. see Jafar. Um, and I'm trying to think of what other... Maybe... I want a Hades movie. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But I think if we're going to do that, I'd rather actually have a live action Hercules. With with I Zac would... Efron as Hercules. Why Zac Efron? I like him. But does he look like Hercules to you? He's pretty fucking ripped. What do you mean? Chris Hemsworth. Okay. I mean, I, I'm i not I'm not going to argue with you and be like, no, fuck that. But I, I just like the uh, youthfulness of um, Zac Efron. And going back to the uh, original Disney movie, that Hercules seemed kind of young. Like, Chris Hemsworth seems mm-hmm. like a man to me. Uh, 
and Zach Efron, I know he's a man, but he seems more like a young adult to me. I don't know why. Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. No. That <laughs> that you want to talk about who doesn't seem like Hercules. <laughs> no, the kid that plays uh Will. <laughs> that's that's a better choice than Finn Wolfhard. There you go. Mm-hmm. What's his Noah Sh- Noah Shap Snap Shap yep. something like that. Something like that. It's definitely Noah. Um anyway, uh Mortal Kombat trailer dropped today and that looks fucking awesome. It looks pretty dope actually. Yeah, video game movies always suck, but this one looks like it has potential. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm not sure that I saw like that it's going to be a masterpiece, but my expectations were pretty low and yep. i would say that this trailer exceeded them mm-hmm. um especially the red band trailer where we got to see some of the fatality type stuff oh that's the only trailer i didn't even watch the regular trailer i watched the first one first because that's the one that came across my twitter feed mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. this morning mm-hmm. um it was like short it didn't show any of the the fights that you saw in the other trailer mm-hmm. but um yeah i mean we got sub-zero fighting against scorpion we got scorpion saying get over here <laughs> except how, that voice, the voice is a little bit off. I was gonna ask you, how did you feel about that uh, get over here? Because I, I know a lot of people. I was reading comments and they're like, "I need a stronger get over here." Like, is get over here, and they need to redub that or some other yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was a little disappointed with that, but it's also like, you know, they picked an actor versus a voice actor, right? That could that could perfectly say that line, right? Um, they picked a good actor to play Scorpion. Which so, that actor, uh, everything I've ever seen him in, he has been like top notch. He's he's awesome. Just Asian warrior badass and everything. Pretty much. Even his yeah. like two minutes in uh end game was was awesome. Uh who was he in Endgame? He was one of those Yakuza guys that um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hawk or uh, Ronin. Yeah. Kills him. He's the like Yakuza boss. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. awesome in Westworld. Mm-hmm. He um what is he uh Musashi? He is Musashi. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, like I haven't seen anything in The Last Samurai, he's great in that. Everything I've seen him in, yep. I've been like that that's the guy. And he's Last like an Samurai, actual swordsman like the, and shit. In Last Samurai, he's like the the guy who was a bully at first and then he becomes Yeah. Tom Cruise's greatest ally essentially. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um yep. but yeah, no, the 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 costumes look dope. The yep, the, the effects look the effects look decent, not amazing. But I expect they're going to clean that up by the time the movie actually comes out. So same, same. Um, yeah, I dude, did you see the the part where in the Sub Zero Scorpion fight, Sub Zero slices him, and the blood that comes out, he freezes it, turns yeah. it into a knife, stabs him with it, and right. then he does the thing where he puts up the ice wall and throws him through it. Like yes. That's that's the stuff we come to a Mortal Kombat movie to see. Right. So that's pretty cool. Maybe I'll do a rewatch of <laughs> those like two original Mortal Kombat movies from the nineties right before I watch this, just so I can like my expectations can be like super low and then it'll mm-hmm. be like even better of a movie. Yeah. I might do the same thing. And shit, while I'm at it with Justice League when it comes out, I might watch the original Joss Whedon version before I watch the Snyder Cut. I had already planned on doing that, so... No, no, no. I, I don't need to watch that original one. I've only seen it once, and I was like, that's enough for me. But I want I want it fresh in my head for the comparison purposes. Yeah, it, like that movie's already... And that's what I was thinking. You know, I want to compare it. I want it to be fresh. And then I thought, my second thought was instantly like, 
No, like I know that movie. I've seen it multiple times. I've probably seen Justice League like three times. Okay. See, I only saw it once when it was in theaters. Yeah. So it's like, like I know that movie. It's fine. And I don't need to watch it for a fourth time because it's not worth it. I already know. I I know the movie pretty much front to back because it's such a simple movie. There's nothing really to to remember or forget in it. Right. Um, Did you, I think I sent it to you where somebody said they only shot like, a few minutes worth of new footage. They made it sound like they were doing extensive reshoots. Right. That That's what confused me. Um, and now they're saying it was only one scene, which means it was the, the Joker scene mm-hmm. because Joker, you know, wasn't even involved whatsoever until they started, um, you know, putting together the Snyder cut. So, yeah. So they're pretty much just, they're only using original footage. There's four hours of movie, apparently. And the only scene that, that they film that's new is like what a few minutes or something. All right. Maybe, maybe that was hyperbole, but I don't know. Uh, she said, we literally, what did she say? She said, literally, <laughs> she said, we literally only shot. <laughs> we literally filmed one scene. We only reshot one scene. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, at any rate that Jesus, that means like that the original, he cut so much out. Yeah. Well, we also know that the, the studio mandated it to be no longer than two hours. Yeah. Um, they reshot a lot of what he did with Josh, with Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the stuff that we saw in the movie isn't even his um, film. We'll see. We'll definitely see some some of it uh, redone in the Snyder Cut, but there's gonna just be the rest of it is just all unused shit. Well, um, yes, whatever. Well. I'm not Let's expecting a masterpiece with that one, but I'm expecting something that's watchable that can give me a couple cool Batman moments. Awesome. Uh, I think that's it for movie news. So let's just move into our main topics here. Number one, okay. WandaVision. Um, so this episode was uh, kind of your stereotypical sitcom trope of like a holiday episode Mm -hmm. but this holiday we got halloween how about the malcolm the middle though yes we skipped right over the 90s went straight into the early 2000s um Mm -hmm. malcolm in the middle i liked it i never really watched malcolm in the middle like i've seen i watched it a lot you did that was that was one of my main shows as a kid wow and they i mean they pretty much did it they pretty much remade the show shot for shot i mean the intro was pretty much the exact same Mm -hmm. um they have Quicksilver playing the role of his oldest brother, who's like a menace and is always like terrorizing them. Is that the um, one that goes off to military school? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny actually. And Quicksilver's character turned out to be very interesting. He's kind of like a, like a fuck around character. Right. He's not very serious, but he's talking about serious things. Right. And I mean, he's, well, he's like kind of posing, like a lot of the questions that we've asked over the years or where are the kids? Mm-hmm. Um, what happened to your stuff. accent? Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause I mean, I think she asks him first, like what happened to your accent? And he goes, what happened to yours? And yeah. Yeah. He even says at one point, yeah, you must've just uh, suppressed all that trauma. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do, since we're talking about Quicksilver, do you think, this is do you prescribe I, I guess to the theory that this is a um like part of her mind and not an actual living quicksilver or 
person am i making sense is this a figment of her imagination of her creation did she create it from her own mind i'm gonna say i'm gonna say he's real you think he's real okay i think so um and the reason i say that is because of the thing that he said you know i just remember being like shot in the street Mm -hmm. and then i woke up Mm -hmm. so i want to say that he's real and it, it seems it seems like and I don't know how the fuck he's real, but I'm going to say that he is. Okay. And why do you think he's Evan Peters and not Aaron Taylor Johnson? Okay. So that's, that's the, I don't know why the fuck oh, or how that's the fuck. The, okay. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea because it, dude, I don't even really have any theories about that. Do you? I don't because I mean. The episode before this, I feel like we don't have enough. <laughs> the episode before this, we just see him show up at the door, and he's like, "Hey, but whatever, like, give me a hug." Mm-hmm. And so we're like, "Okay, like, she just pulled a different Pietro from a right. different universe." But in this but episode, we learned he's got the same memories. Yeah, yeah, he's got all the same memories. Like it is, it is Aaron Taylor Johnson, but like in a, it's like if you're playing a video game, you just change the skin out. Yeah. Yeah, and she all, I mean, we know that her power comes from the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. We know that she's now altering reality. She got her powers originally from the Mind Stone, I believe, right? You're correct. Yeah, so. <sighs> there, <laughs> right? I mean, there's, there's, some of, there's some of this Infinity magic at play here. It could be a combination of multiple things, you know, her altering reality and also like the her mind stone powers could potentially take someone's memories and put it into another vessel mm-hmm. or something like that and then maybe her reality powers are the ones that is bringing bringing a character from another reality into hers mm-hmm. subconsciously one, one theory i saw was like <clears throat> and we've seen this in the comics a little bit but when you take like a character that's from a one universe and move them into a different universe, like say somebody from the ultimate Marvel universe moves into the main six one six universe, that character will begin to, uh, their memories begin to change and they'll have like their whole backstory and past changes. We see this, we see retcons like this all the time mm-hmm. um, and their memories change to kind of conform to the new universe that they now dwell in. So I was thinking maybe, Maybe that's something similar. Like maybe she did pick him from the X Men universe, but when he got there, his his memories just kind of went with the Quicksilver from the MCU universe. I would, okay. So so I'm gonna counter that and mm-hmm. say that I think there's a better chance that she, well, not maybe not purposely, but so he was brought here subconsciously. Sure. I think there's a higher chance that she subconsciously implanted her brother's memories into Evan Peters. And Evan Peters is playing just a, ra- a random guy, not like a Pietro, but just some guy from the MCU. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Or maybe he was brought over from the X-Men universe. No, no, don't don't change your theory. I'm just making sure no, I'm, I'm following. I'm, I'm following. Not. I never I never said that he was some random guy. I do think he was... You did say... you. I think you said she implanted his memories into some random guy. No. What did I you say? I said into Evan Peters. Okay. Who yeah. is, who is, is he who playing is Evan Quicks- Peters? Who is Quicksilver from the Fox universe. So are you saying she pulled him from the Fox universe now? Yes. And implanted, when was I not saying that? And imp- I thought you were saying, 
I think I, I'm following what you're saying now. I thought you were saying she just took Aaron Taylor Johnson's memories and put them into somebody who was already in the MCU. You're saying she pulled no. him from the Fox yeah. universe and put his memories in there. Yeah, that, that's why I was saying there might be like two Infinity-type magics at play here. Mm-hmm. The Her reality magic, pulling somebody from another reality, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Evan Peters' Quicksilver, mm-hmm. and then the mind magic, putting mm-hmm. her brother's memories inside of him. Gotcha. Okay. I am following you now. We're good to go. All good. Um, and so we learn in this episode also that, um, director Dickhead is tracking vision through mm-hmm. the decaying, um, vibranium that was, did they mention that vision was made out of vibranium in age of Ultron when they made him or is this? Yeah. 100%. I couldn't remember. Dude, I, I haven't seen one of, it. yeah. One of the main plot points was, Ultron stealing vibranium, right? So that uh-huh. he could make his big electromagnet or whatever for Sokovia. Yeah. But he also took some of it and made Vision. Um, and I want to say, yeah, so whenever Vision was like cooking in that little chamber mm-hmm. um, and his body was being built and his consciousness was being put inside of him, mm-hmm. that's when Ultron had the line about, you know, the most versatile metal in existence and they decided to make a Frisbee out of it. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, I do remember yep. the line. Okay, I couldn't yeah, so remember he, if they. Yeah, he's mentioned. always been. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I. I mean, I didn't. I feel. I feel like they cover their tracks well enough. I just couldn't remember them mentioning it. Yeah. So thank you. And and it seems like uh, director was it Hayward? Director um, Dickhead. Yeah, director D. Um. So did they in the not in this most recent episode, but the one before, whenever we saw Wanda grab his body, did we know for sure that they were turning him into a weapon? Because we definitely do now. We did not. They were, they were trying to. We did not, but I mean, we could assume, like, what else were right, they doing? Because right. I think last week I asked you, what were they doing with his body? Right. Yeah, I mean, we were kind of speculating about it, but we know for sure that he was trying to turn him into a weapon. Mm-hmm. We also know that Hayward's working on something secret where Darcy has surpassed all but one firewall. So, right. another another little, uh, little reveal coming soon with that. And do you have any ideas on what you think that might be? Well, you said that really fast. Did I? Yeah. Do you have any ideas on what that might be? Um, I don't. I don't. So I can imagine that they could want to create some sort of controllable like super soldiers. Sure. That that seems like a like an easy theory though. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what I'm gonna go with. <clears throat> I will say I know people we're theorizing like, oh, he's secretly somebody else. He's some big bad. I don't think so. I think his nefarious plans were this vision thing. I don't think he's like Mephisto or, and we've said this before, but I think this kind of solidifies that this was what he was like being so secretive or sketchy about. Yeah. I don't think he's Mephisto. I don't think he's a big bad. I yeah. think he's himself. Yes. Um, and he's just kind of a sketchy dude. Yeah. And I want to say there were, there were a couple mentions in this, in this episode about like things that happened to him after the snap and like ways that he kind of had to make make uh, this organization work. I mean, and, there like, was just things... like a passing thing. He's like, you weren't here for five years. You don't know what right. I had to do, blah, blah, blah. But Right. So he might have gotten might have gotten jaded, a little twisted in the uh, in the interim. Pro- probably. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's talk about Agnes a little bit. So uh, Vision is on his like Vision quest and mm-hmm. he runs... Nice. 
thank you. He runs across Agnes, just kind of at a stoplight, frozen-ish, and he does. Well, his... he goes to her. He goes to her on purpose because well, he yeah, he flies up and he sees the car. Right? She's like on the outskirts, yeah, which is which is not not typical, right? Um, so she was doing something kind of sketch before she got frozen, anyways. If she was actually frozen, um, right? Exactly. So he goes. He does his little mind thing. She wakes up. She's like, oh, my God, you're an adventure. And she's like, the thing we've seen from the trailer, like, are you, am I dead? Yeah. Because you are, yada, yada, yada. She puts on this whole dog and pony show for him. And then she starts cackling maniacally like the Wicked Witch of the West while yes. dressed as a witch. Right. But my my question, or I guess what I was leading up to, um, we've seen her be conscious. Aware. Yes, yeah. aware. In this universe, so her being frozen like that in the car doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. She's on, she's doing this on purpose. She's playing to him for something. But like, what was her goal here? I don't. Re- I. I mean, maybe I'm not she knew that Vision was patrolling. Okay, but like, why does she need to be there? Why does she need to be where? Where where she is for Vision to find her? Um. <sighs> I don't know. I because she doesn't in... stop him from going outside the bubble. She doesn't really do anything but kind of pretend to be uh, an ordinary right. citizen. But it but it did come off as if she was doing something on her own before he came across her, like you said. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know what it was. Maybe she can freely go in and out of the bubble, and she was about to go out, realized he was coming near. Then she's like, "Okay, I got to freeze." Hmm. Actually, I think. I think that's a pretty good theory. I just came and, up with it as we were talking. Yeah, I like that. And um, and there could be something about about like her awareness of what's happening in the bubble because obviously she wasn't near any of the people who were in like the town square mm-hmm. whenever Wanda froze everybody. So mm-hmm. she wouldn't have been able to see it in order to be like, oh shit, I better freeze too. Right. But maybe she's just aware enough of everything that's happening that she still knew that that happened. Yeah. To that end, I think Herb is going to be kind of a bigger deal than what we i guess are giving him credit for right now because he's also aware those right. are the only two we've seen that are kind of aware of their situation right because herb says when that when wanda's mostly when wanda's not around right yes and and herb even in this episode he said do you want me to change something or he he asked her like is everything okay um yeah. when he was on his patrol so so those two are up to something herb is nightmare you think no. What if Herb is um the the cat, her cat? What is what is the cat's name? I for is it I don't know. I was thinking Salem, but that's Sabrina. <laughs> we'll call him Salem. What if Herb is uh her cat? That'd be cool. Is it a black cat? It is. Okay, that's kind of racial. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> um I don't know. Me don't neither, know. man. Um what so what about let's talk about this little commercial with this kid oh, on the island? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so what's going on with that? What do you think? I think, and I watched a breakdown, so I'm kind of stealing from this from what I remember from the mm-hmm. breakdown. Excuse me, but it was kind of like the shark is the devil making a deal with the devil. Like you can have this food that you need, right. but you're not going to be able to. He can't open it or he can't eat it or something. He can't open it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of like that Faustian kind of deal with the devil where like he gives you kind of like what you need or what you ask for, but doesn't give you all of the things. And maybe that's yep. kind of another Mephisto hint. Um, 
who this kid so, is supposed to represent, I don't know. So I think so too. I think that's that's what it what they were going for with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the kid becomes a skeleton, obviously, mm-hmm. which is scary, like the devil. Mm-hmm. Man, my theories are so in depth. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what else happened in this episode? Wait, hold on. Let's go back to these commercials. So each commercial yeah. has so far kind of represented a um, infinity stone, right? Uh huh. What stone did this one represent? This one was the soul stone. Ah, that makes sense. I always I yeah. always forget about the soul stone. Yeah, and I want to say there I want to say there was kind of like a red orange tint to part of the episode too, like toward the end. Possibly. Which is which is the soul stone. What? There's some sirens going on outside. Um can you hear those? No. Cool. Um so what so we we had um the toaster was what was the toaster power would be yeah we had power then we had um freaking the watch time time and then we had the, the hydro soak uh-huh. what, what would that be mind yeah because she had she needed to relax mm-hmm. and then we had yeah the reality stone with um the paper towels because the red juice kind of looked like the ether Right. And we had soul, so what are we missing? Uh, mind stone, right? No, that was the soap. Space. Space. The tesseract. All right, so the next commercial should be space. If Could if any I... of the ones that we've seen so far have been space? I'm thinking not really. I don't think so. Yeah. Toast is definitely power, like you're heating up a piece of bread. If if the next commercial I see is clearly, <laughs> clearly has a link to the space stone, then <laughs> that's going to feel good for us. It will, won't it? Won't you feel vindicated? Yep. Yep. Um. Yes. So I mean, let's. Did you have somewhere you wanted to go? You were about to talk about something. Not really. Okay. Cool. Um. So we see the twins get their powers, which is awesome. Yep. Yep. Billy realizes that Dad's getting fucked. Um. Billy. Billy probably had some powers before, right? With the aging up. I'm thinking maybe it was a subconscious thing, a, like his mom. At least though. to a light, de- yeah. At least to a, like a light degree, right? But yeah. we like definitively have their powers now. Like right. he even stops uh, Tommy, yeah, from running, right? Um, and he's dressed. Oh, the costumes. They're wearing. We talk about they're the wearing costumes. both of their costumes. Yeah, yeah, they're all wearing their costumes. Yeah, um, which is cool. Wanda's a Sokovian which, fortune teller. That's, that was a nice little explanation. Which apparently her mother or somebody in the comics was. There was some. Some tarot card lady that was Sokovian that was connected to her. So apparently it was a reference to that. Oh, nice. I didn't yeah. catch up. And Vision's costume Psychic. is a, a luchador. So, Yep. What did he say? What are you, a stoplight? What were, what were the things that Quicksilver said? I don't remember. He was like, what are you, a stoplight? He was like, no. Then what are you? Damn. And the last thing he said was like the stupidest one. And Vision was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> Classic. Um no, I thought the episode was pretty funny. Um, and then at the end, so Vision's getting kind of peeled away, like uh, mm-hmm. almost the same kind of look as when people get snapped, um, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Why? Why? Like Wanda can freely leave. That makes sense. But why? Why is it like it's like painful for him to leave? What? It, what? It, what do you? What do we think this is? Well, clearly, you're not supposed to leave if you're not Wanda, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> 
I think it's just whatever whatever energy field she has in place. First of all, anybody who's not Vision probably wouldn't have been able to get anywhere close to past it like he did. Mm-hmm. Like he got all the way through it. Mm-hmm. Um, most people probably would have just been stopped at the barrier and that's it. So he made it through. And I think it was just the barrier, you know, reacting to what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He wasn't supposed to be on the other side of it. And it basically was trying to bring him, obviously, back to the other side. But he's strong. Right. So... He just planted himself while it was tearing him apart, essentially. So do we think if he would have just, if Wanda hadn't expanded the bubble, which was really badass, do we think yep. that um, it would have killed him, like just like torn him into pieces and killed him? Yeah, I think so. Okay, second question. If he would have just... Eventually. If he would have not uh, been f- forcing his way against it, if he would have just like g- given in, do we think he would have stayed intact and just got sucked back in? Yes. Okay, cool. Okay, yep. I was just double-checking. Yep. So um, we see her expand the bubble. Really cool. We see... Darcy's inside. A bunch of other people are inside. Yeah, Sword turns into a circus because mm-hmm. um, they're a bunch of fucking clowns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'm curious to see Darcy in the in the bubble world. I think, um, I think there's a chance that she, well, not a chance, but I think she's going to be important inside the bubble. She's going to be aware, at least at some point inside the bubble. You think she'll um, be aware? At some point within mm-hmm. the bubble, she'll be aware. Okay. Probably not at first. Right. But there's no reason for her to be in there and not be aware at all. Well, Monica wasn't aware until like, are you saying there's going to be like a Monica situation where she like kind of comes to a little bit? Well, it depends on what's going on with Wanda too. If what she's allowing with that, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Maybe maybe Darcy has a uh, contingency in place to where if she ever got sucked in the bubble, she has a way to snap herself out I out of that. the uh, the trance. I doubt that. I hope not. That would be a little convoluted and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Monica goes back in. Mm-hmm. She passes the energy field for the third time. Mm-hmm. She fully gets her powers as um, photon. What? No, it's not. Her name's not actually photon. Her name is um, photon. No, that was a nickname. There's another one. Anyway, um, and Monica, once she gets back in there, she is able to be aware, and she makes Darcy aware. Okay. With her with her new powers. Yes. Okay. Um. So Monica and um, Jimmy are on their way. Spectrum. Uh, Spectrum. Mm-hmm. But she, she has gone by Photon, too. I think Photon is like the, the most widely known one, isn't it? So supposedly, from what I've been seeing, supposedly she'll be Spectrum. Interesting. Because her mom's nickname was Photon, mm-hmm. and like it, it, you would you would see that and then be like, hey, she's going to be Photon. Mm-hmm. But supposedly a lot of people think she's going to be Spectrum. Not Pulsar? Not Pulsar, not Daystar, which is kind of dope. Daystar is pretty cool. Yeah, Scepter, that's kind of dope too. Monica Marvel. <laughs> and then her and Captain Marvel battled it out for the moniker. For the Monica? Hey, got it. Um, so uh, Monica, a.k.a. Spectrum, a.k.a. Photon, a.k.a. Afro Sheen is on her way with Jimmy Woo to mm-hmm. meet her astrophysicist friend. Mm-hmm. Do we think this will be the Luke Skywalker cameo? <sighs> well, and the actress that plays Monica said 
but she could just be hyping it up for no reason. Mm -hmm. But she did say, I can't wait until you guys see it. Like, you guys are going to lose your minds. Like, I can't wait to see how everybody reacts. See the cameo? Once you meet my uh, engineer, is what she said. Um, So, so there, it seems like there is somebody that it could be that seems more likely than them bringing in Reed Richards right now, just randomly. Who? Have you heard of Blue Marvel? Have I heard of Blue Marvel? I don't think I have. Yeah. So Blue Marvel is this guy who, he's got these energy powers, but he is 100% an aerospace engineer, Mm. Um, black character. So, and he wears an outfit that looks a lot like, um, I don't know. It looks a lot like it could be like a uniform that could be adjacent to sword or shield. Mm-hmm. So that's what a lot, a lot of people think it's going to be blue Marvel. I didn't know anything about him before. Um, oh, he looks before badass. recently. Yeah, he does look badass, but there's no way that's like a, whoa! I can't wait to see you guys' reaction to, you know, my aerospace engineer. I agree. It's a guy nobody's ever heard of. I agree with you on that. Um, yeah. In order for it to be like a Luke Skywalker level cameo, People this is have to have it. heard of said person. So if the if the aerospace engineer ends up being Blue Marvel, which I would not mind, he looks pretty cool. Um, if it ends up being him, then that leads me to believe the Luke Skywalker cameo is was Evan Peters. Yeah, which to me that's not it's not Luke Skywalker level. Did you tell me who would be Luke Skywalker level for you? I know I asked last week. I don't know if you gave me a straight answer. I think it was like like Doctor Strange or, or Reed Richards or something. I don't. I forget what I said. It, if they've secretly cast Reed Richards, that'd be pretty cool because like everybody knows everything about casting with Marvel nowadays, just because leaks and people are like on it. Yep. Um, wait, that, they I mean, had, that... wait. I'm sorry. Hold on. They had to secretly cast him and have him film a scene. Right. And nobody know. So, okay, go ahead. I think that Reed Richards would be Luke Skywalker level for I, sure. I do. I do as well, especially yeah. if Luke's or Luke Skywalker, if Reed Richards was John Krasinski. Right. 100%. Um, and the entire internet has already decided. Hey, <laughs> can you hear all this? Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, just get on my lap. <laughs> Um, the internet has already decided that it's going to be Reed Richards, a.k.a. John Krasinski, a.k.a. Jim Halpert, who's already in the show. So, like, how are they going to pull off two John Krasinski's in one show? Uh, all right. So, I know everybody, myself and you included, want John Krasinski to be Reed Richards, even if he's not the, um, mm-hmm. the what do you call it, the, the Luke Skywalker cameo. But if it's not John Krasinski, real quick, one other actor who you would want to play him. Hmm. Let me think while you go. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm super distracted with this puppy on my lap, so I want to bounce off of what you what you say. Uh, well, fuck, you put me on the spot. I was going to think while you were. I, I can't, I'm trying to think of like tall, slim actors. Same. And, who are kind of, kind of, kind of dorky, but like in a, right. in a cool, endearing way. Um, Ooh, okay. 
this is probably very interesting for the listeners to just listen to us think hard. Like, mm, yes. Uh, you hear the gears turning. Um, I'm cheating right now. I'm looking at a list of dream castings. Uh-huh. Pick one from that list. I am. Are you? Are we looking at the same list? Maybe. Is it CBR? So. Just look at yeah. the URL. Yeah. No, I just clicked off of it, so I just hit back, and yeah, it's, it's CBR. Okay. All right. I've picked somebody from this list. So and, have I. Okay. My pick would be Brandon Roth, who played Superman in Superman Returns, but I think he's got that kind of quirky, dorky aspect to yep. him that would work well for Reed Richards. Looking looking at the list, he was the guy that instantly stood out to me to make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked someone else on that list. I picked Jason Sudeikis. Okay. Um, but I'm on a new list. <laughs> and uh, it's got Bill Hader on it. I'm going to choose him. Oh, Bill Hader is Reed Richards. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose him. Um, that's I like Bill Hader. I don't know if I'd pick him for Reed Richards, but I respect your choice. Well, I just did, bro. You did. Uh, I've seen on the three lists that I've seen so far, they've all had Oscar Isaac on them. Yeah, of course he could be a good Reed Richards. But is he already Moon Knight? He is. So, uh, yes, yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. My runner-up was David Tennant, just because he's one of my favorite actors. But he was in Jessica I'm not Jones. Seeing, he's yeah, I'm the, not seeing. I'm not seeing it with him. You're not seeing it with him. Have no. you seen Doctor Who? I've seen Doctor Who. I've also seen Jessica. Jo- well, I've seen some of Doctor Who with him. I've also seen Jessica Jones. I don't really just see. I don't really see it with his looks. It's more superficial for me. I'm oh, shallow. You are I'm shallow. shallow. Ooh, um, ooh, here's a good one. What's up, B- Billy Crudup? Billy Crudup, Dr. Manhattan himself? Yep. Okay, I, I didn't think about him. But he's also Barry Allen's dad. Oh, he is, isn't he? Because he kind of looks like a grown-up version of Ezra Miller. I could see that, yeah. Um, yeah. I could see grown-up Ezra Miller. I'm I'm still debating Reed Richards. I'd be a... Eh. I don't really like anybody other than John Krasinski for this role. I don't think anybody does. I don't think anybody does. So if he doesn't get cast, we'll probably all be very disappointed. But hey, that's showbiz, mm-hmm. baby. Uh, I got one. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I know you don't like that casting choice. Cast him as everything. I don't care. Here's one that has uh, Dennis from, from Always Sunny as Reed Richards. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I've never seen him really play anything other than a douchebag, which Reed right. can be a douchebag. He can be. Okay, let's move on. Yes, we're done with that. So um, anyway, about one more one more thing about Blue Marvel. He and Monica Rambeau dated. Oh. And we're in love in the comics. So there you go. There you go. So it's probably going to be him, right? Uh, his body was altered by the negative zone. He can draw power from the negative zone. We haven't seen the negative zone yet. Interesting. We have not. Um, so next week, or I guess tomorrow rather, is going to be huh? our Modern Family episode, which since yep. I'm in the middle of a Modern Family watch, I'm, I'm pretty excited about. Have you seen the clip that they put out? I sent it to you, homeboy. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> it's all a blur. You send me a lot of stuff, and I see a lot of stuff on my own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or do I? Or maybe no, I just maybe Everything I just you say see, that. I've sent. That's... All of it. Yeah. I haven't seen anything outside of things you've sent me. Exactly. Not even the things I've seen. I've sent you. No, not even. <laughs> um, 
But yes, no, I, I did see the clip and it, it looks very modern family. I like it. Uh, she looks like she needs a break. So, yep. Yep. I like how she's sitting there just, just candidly talking about, yeah, you know, after you have a night where you expand your um, manufactured reality, you right. could just use a little bit more sleep. Right. Mondays, am I right? Um, anyway. Yep. She, she said, I'm going to, I'm going to give myself the whole day. That'll teach me. <laughs> we'll see how that works out for her tomorrow. I'm definitely yeah. gonna watch on my lunch break. Yeah, but it's it's definitely gonna be Blue Marvel, right? It's gotta it, be. It's gotta be. Yeah. Um, which they haven't released or they haven't spoiled any casting on that either. So maybe maybe it's the actor who's the Luke Skywalker level, not the um, not mm. the character themselves. Uh, no, not feeling it. Okay, so who are we going to cast as Blue Marvel? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, well, maybe. All right, that's what we'll do. Homework. Think about who you would cast as Blue Marvel. Ever, listeners, you're included in this. Um, look him up. Look up his Wikipedia page. Think about an actor you would like to see cast as Blue Marvel. And then give us a DM at masters.cultureverse on Instagram or send an email at masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. And we'll, we'll read those out next week. How's that sound? Yeah, sounds good. Cool. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of entries. I'm sure we'll probably get one at most two. Jessica, mm-hmm. don't make me a liar. Moving on to The Bachelor. Let's blaze through this shit. Let's do it. All right, Bachelor. Heather comes in. She gets shit on. I, mm-hmm. you, you see this list on the fucking um, outline? These are yep. all the girls who were sitting on that couch just shitting on my girl. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really like Heather that much. But I, I just feel bad for her. Um, yeah. So we got Chelsea, Jacinya, Serena P, Serena C, Michelle. Who who stayed quiet? She didn't really say anything. Kit, mm-hmm. Piper, and Rachel. Now, let me say, Piper got on my nerve. Like, I was never like a, yeah, yeah, Piper, but I was never like, fuck Piper. Like, I was just like, oh, she seems all right. I mean, whatever, give yeah. or take. But this episode, I could not stand her. Number one, she comes out, throws her little hissy fit. Like, what the fuck? Blah, blah, blah. Are you blah. fucking kidding me? Right. She already has a rose, number one. So, like, what the fuck right. are you talking about? And she she said, I've never felt so invisible. And I'm like, bitch, you, you have, have a, a rose. rose. What are yeah. you talking about? You've never felt so invisible. Like, and this Imagine- is the show. Matt didn't bring her on. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, like, she's just sitting there giving Heather attitude with the rest of the girls. Like, they are all just dumping on. I don't think Chelsea said anything. I think Chelsea just kind of gave glares and, like, huh, like, huh, like, huh, yeah. those. I don't know how you would describe those. Um, I forget who said it, but somebody was like, you're just bachelor hopping. That's what you're doing. And the other girls were like, yeah, yeah, that's what she's doing. I'm pretty sure that was Piper who said that. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, But, yeah, no, all these girls were just, like, straight bully mode again. Mm -hmm. Tired of seeing it. Dude, this is the worst group of girls, hands down, that I've seen on the show. I would agree with that. I would agree 100%. God. Luckily, luckily the final four that we ended up with, the girls that are in it, are not part of that. Yeah, no, they were not on that. The only only one who was on that couch out of the final four is Michelle. And, like I said, she didn't say anything. She just kind of was sitting there. What about Serena P? Oh, yeah, she was there. No, Serena P was talking shit. Mm-hmm. So fuck fuck her. Serena P is the weakest one in the top four, in my opinion, but we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, she doesn't uh, even want to be there, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh, Matt sends Heather home. He he says, you know, like, you just came too late. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've been 
making relationships with the girls. I've se- I've said it. Like I see my wife in this room. So. She shows up the week before hometowns. Like yeah, what <laughs> like it's no big deal. What did she expect? <laughs> and that's like the producers. Like obviously she didn't just show up. Like you know, of I mean? there was there was planning on like yeah. other. They stuff wanted like to that. throw a wrench in the system. Mm-hmm. Which they just being let, pretty shitty for yeah, a few. They just let this girl get shit on for yep. like two hours for no reason. Yep. God. I've always said though, it would be really fun to be like a producer on the bachelor. Just like one of the handler producers, like stirring the pot and be like, you know, it's just toying with people's lives. Yeah. Playing God. It seems kind of fun. Um, before Matt sends her home though, like all the girls were bitching about like what they'll do if he lets her stay uh, in my head. I'm yep. like, you guys aren't going to do shit. Like yep. if he lets her stay, you're just going to bitch about it to yourselves or to Heather, but you're not going to say anything to Matt. I guarantee yep. you. Yeah. A couple of them might've, but maybe ultimately probably not. So then we get rose ceremony one of the night um, by Serena P by Chelsea. Um, n- or Jesus, Serena C. I have P written here, but it's Serena C. Yeah, yeah. Finally, by Serena C. You had no business being on the show up to this point, anyways. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, yeah. Chelsea. Peace out. Give or take. She stopped getting screen time a couple weeks ago. Kind of mm-hmm. just been there chilling. So, yeah, her and Matt they had they had some decent conversations, but I don't know that I was ever convinced that there was a connection there yeah. from Matt's end. Yeah. So, so Serena P. Gets uh, the first one-on-one date, which this is her second one-on-one date. Kind of shitty. Kind of. It, But it meant that Matt already had his mind made up. Yeah. For the most part. For on sure. On who his girls were going to be. For sure. This is when girls start dropping like flies. <laughs> My favorite part. Uh, Abby sad, sad emoticon. You remember emoticons? I do. Of course I do. What do you mean? Well, they're just emojis now. Um Yeah. I, I think emoticons still are where it's at. I mean, I respect you if you use emoticons today. If you do the colon, parentheses, smiley face, I respect you. That's what's up. Yeah. And if you do the colon bracket smiley face, that's next level. Like, you have my undying admiration. <laughs> I'll keep that you know, in the mind. Square, the square mouth. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. If I ever get on your bad side, I know what to do now. Do the square frown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I'll be like, oh, man, now I respect you and I feel bad because I made you sad. <laughs> Got that in my back pocket now. So uh, their date is some tantric yoga. Serena no likey. Serena really no likey. Bitch, we get it. You don't like it. Like she just kept going on about like. She hated it. Yeah. You know, which she was even saying during it like, wow, the things you're making me do. Wow, I don't like this. Like At one point, she legit said in the middle, she was like, yeah, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, which. I'm all for it. Like you definitely got to let your partner know, like I'm not comfortable with this, yada, yada, yada. But like once I acknowledge it and say like, okay, I get that. Let's move on. You know what I mean? You don't have to keep saying it over and over. Oh my God. They had a really, really weird like kiss fake out during that where she was sitting on his lap and they were (laughs) face to face and he went into, it was, it was really weird. Really. Um, That's one of those moments where you're like, okay, these people do not have a future together. Right. Um, And they don't. And he was questioning it, like, not because, like, oh, I was uncomfortable with doing, like, these sex positions or whatever, but, excuse me, she says she's not, like, a very affectionate person anyway in public or whatever, Um, and he 
is, or at least he says he is. So like he's, he's questioning, like, I don't know if we'll be compatible in that realm or whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't think she wins anyway. So no, she doesn't. Well, we know who wins. Yeah, we know who wins. Uh, she gets a rose anyway on her date. So there's our first hometowner, mm-hmm. uh, group date. We got no event, just a party. Uh, Bree is up. She, she lets Matt know that, uh, she quit her job. I'm sitting here thinking, didn't they all quit their jobs? Like, do people come onto these shows and keep their jobs? You get like three months of vacation at your job. I guess some of them might only be there for like a week or sure. less. So that yeah, might it might it make sounds sense. Like to she take might a have just off. taken off what she could, and then like just like and she, she ran out of she ran out of PTO while she was on the show. Yeah. Um, which I mean, again, nowadays a lot of these people are like. Instagram models and shit like that. So I mean, they don't. She, really, she's gonna be fine. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Even really if she wanted to get a real job, like, I don't know, she could be like, I, I was on The Bachelor, and yeah. they'd be like, okay, you're hired. <laughs> Pretty much. You're probably outgoing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she quit her job. That's that's all I got there. Abigail gets shafted. So like, um, Ab- Abigail goes in. She said, I got this quote from her. It's scary because I can see the possibility of a future with you. I just want to know, like, can you see that possibility with me? Or I'd rather know now instead of. And then Matt comes back with. Comes through with some bullshit. Right. He said he says like he got so comfortable with their relationship that he started exploring other relationships and now those relationships have progressed further and i'm like well yeah no shit that's what happens when you just stop one relationship and just start progressing yeah, the yeah other that's ones. a that's a stupid explanation mm-hmm. um i don't know that he was super genuine with that one mm-hmm. i felt very bad for abigail especially when she was in the car riding out right talking talking about how you know she's the girl that makes everybody find out what they want next but they never want that with her. Like, come on, Abigail, you deserve better than Matt James. You do. He's a stick in the mud. Um, who did who did he send? Oh, Katie deserves better than Matt James. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe Matt James isn't that great of a dude. I don't think I like him that much. We're not. Who's worse, Matt James or Peter? Uh, Peter is the worst Bachelor I've seen. <laughs> is I Matt didn't James watch. Like right there, I didn't though? watch. I didn't watch Juan Pablo's season. I've heard, I've heard things about him. I haven't watched. Pretty terrible, and I've seen some clips that make him look like a real douchebag. Mm-hmm. I think Juan Pablo was really bad because he was a douche. Peter was really bad because he had no business being the bachelor in the first place. He was, he was not equipped for any of it. What do you uh, mean, Matt? Matt is Matt. I think is a decent bachelor. Um, I just think he's. I think he's boring, and he's sending really, really good girls home mm-hmm. and giving bad reasons for it. Yeah, and then he picks potentially. The worst candidate. <laughs> no spoilies. Um, yes. So then Abigail goes home. I'm sad. Justice for Abigail. I had somebody mm-hmm. ask me because I was in a group chat and um, we we're talking about like, oh, fuck, Matt. How could you do this to this like angelic woman? Blah, blah, blah. She's so mm-hmm. sweet. Blah, blah, blah. This person goes, yeah, I don't see why everybody loves Abigail so much. And I was like, are you kidding me? And then like me and a bunch of other people just like kind of laid out like like she's sweet, she's genuine, yada, yada, She's yada. overcome a lot. She what? She's overcome a lot. Right. So she's strong. Well, I didn't even I didn't even mention that. But the person he he goes like he goes, Would you guys like her so would you guys still like her this much if she wasn't deaf? I was like, 
does she still have the same personality? Because, I mean, maybe her deafness kind of led to her having this personality. I don't know. I don't know her like that. I just know what I've seen. But I was like, if she still has the same personality, then yes, because her being deaf is not her personality. It has nothing to do with like how she acts on the show and things like that. You know what I mean? Right. So I was like, yeah, I mean, is her being deaf the reason you don't like her? Like you, I don't know. I didn't ask that. That was just something I posed in my own head, but I didn't feel necessary to actually yeah. ask. I feel like that's not really a take you need to have. Like Abigail's not really that great guys. It's like, <laughs> What are you gaining by saying that? She's probably... She seems like a good girl. She's pro- genuine. She's intelligent. Probably tied for the best... Uh, what do you call these girls? Contestants? Well, the best contestant yeah, this season. I guess. Katie, Abigail, they're like right there for me. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I have her up in my top like... I know you don't. Like three? I'll probably put her in my top five. Who's, 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 who's two? Who's above her? Yeah. Victoria. You know how I feel about Victoria. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I I do like Michelle a lot. I'm a big fan of Michelle. I I feel like I haven't seen enough of Michelle. Like I've seen her. She seems cool. She seems she seems normal. Like she doesn't seem like somebody who would go on this show. And right, I I assume that's which why is, they haven't shown why, her as much. Which is why I don't really think that she's going to be the Bachelorette when she inevitably does not get picked by Matt. Right. Do people think she's going to be the Bachelorette? No, no. Mm-hmm. The main pick is Katie, obviously, and mm-hmm. I've seen Bree and Abigail for the for like the fan fan choices. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's keep going. Um, okay. Justice for Abigail. Kit. Yep. She uh, during this group date, she says bas- basically what her her shit boiled down to was like, I'm not ready to settle down, right? Like, well, it basically boiled down to I'm 21 years old. Is she 21? I thought she was 22. Um, but yeah, 21. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, in my head, I said, well, yeah, she's 22. Of course, she doesn't want to do all this yet. But now she's 21. Yeah. So that's even younger. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. of course, this all makes sense. Like she, when she said, like, um, I don't see myself having kids until I'm like 25 or 26. I was like, yeah, that's not like a crazy thing to say. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> which which I think is I think it's pretty funny. And, and, and I did see a meme that I think. Um, sums it up pretty well it said it was just her talking to matt in that scene and it said yeah like i'll marry you i just have to take my finals first <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah yeah but i mean yeah i get it i mean i'm a long-term investment i'm not gonna have kids for i did like how she was like you know i've got these big goals and these big plans for myself and and they're gonna take me all over the place and I just need somebody who's going to support that, you know, and be along with me for it. You know, my first few years, you know, after school, I'm going to, it's going to take me a few years to figure out what I want to do with my career. Mm -hmm. It's like, wait, I thought you had these big goals. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. Right. Your goal is to find out what you want to do. That's a good goal, I guess. I I did, I did see something that was like comparing Brie and Kit at this moment because Brie quit her job. And then mm-hmm. Kit was like, Matt, like we can be together or whatever, but like I still have some shit. And it said something yeah. along the lines of like Kit needs to give Brie lessons or Brie needs to take lessons from Kit or some shit like that mm-hmm. about like not giving up on your dreams for a man yep. or some shit, which I was like, that's that's like I respected Kit was an asshole at the beginning of the episode, but I respected her for this conversation conversation. Yeah, she seems to have a good head on her shoulders sure. for how young she is. She's just kind of mean. Yeah. Like, bitch, what are you doing? I think that's what she said. That was her line. Yeah. Um, 
Rachel gets the group rose and because she's the only one that Matt is clearly in love with. Right. I think he even said like when I'm not with you, I'm just thinking I'm about you. Thinking kind of like a, you. a Claire, a Claire line. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, she's his girl. <laughs> it's pretty clear at this point. Right. Um, so they go off. He goes, all right, losers, peace out. Me and Rachel got to go somewhere. I got something special planned for. Her. They go to mm-hmm. a, a little concert. You know how they do these concerts. I will say, mm-hmm. though, this guy's voice, pretty good. It was the like first one that I was like, oh, I might check him out on, was on it, Apple Was Music. it Aloe Black? Yeah. I've heard of that guy before. He's I had not. Popular. I had not, but I liked it. I liked him. I want to say he's had he's had a couple like mainstream radio songs, I think. Okay. I don't really listen to the radio. Well, Unless it's do NPR. I. I, just, I just listen to it. I don't listen to the radio either, but I kind of know, I at least know who's like generally popular here and there. I don't. Okay. Is, all right. Is, is all right, what? Mr. All right, Mr. Anti-mainstream. No, I'm not anti-mainstream. I'm just old and don't listen to the radio. You is, go against is, the mainstream, bro. Is Lil old John people still do listen. Old people do listen to the radio. Young people listen to podcasts. Yeah, but I listen to NPR. Okay. That is kind of an old person thing to do. All right, cool. I'm old again. Um, cool, 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 cool. So Kit sends herself home. She says <clears> she's <throat> not ready to be engaged, and this was obvious. Because of from, course she isn't. Right. This was obvious from the conversation they had earlier that night. I guess I assume it mm-hmm. was that night. Um, but she said like you deserve somebody who, if you got down on one knee tonight, would say yes. And that ain't me, homie. And she goes home. He goes, but. How about this? I want you here. And she goes, yeah, but like still remember the thing I just said, like I'm going to, I'm still like, that's still where I'm at. <laughs> In my head, I don't think Kit would have made it to hometowns, but he was trying. I think, I mean, by that, by that comment, she might've made it over like maybe a Serena P or something. I think he wanted to, I think he wanted to experience the gold Bentleys and red carpets for a night. <laughs> I was going to say, okay. Yeah. Right. Instead of Serena P, yeah, maybe Kit goes. Because I, in my head, like, before this conversation, I was like, like, I didn't even pick her for hometowns. Kit was not going to hometowns in my mind. But then after this conversation when he was like, you know, I, I enjoy having you around. That's what he said. I enjoy having you around, blah, blah, blah. I was like, would he, he have did, picked her? He did say, I want you here. Okay. See, I didn't even catch that. So, yep, yeah. He so, said, I want you here. So, maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. He just wanted the, the Bentleys and the... The red carpets. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think so. Gold digging ass. Yeah, yeah, and I liked how Matt opens the door. Obviously, he wasn't expecting her, and you see her just standing there with a look on her face, like I'm sending myself home. Like that's <laughs> that was written all over her face, right? <laughs> and I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure she like wasn't even sad in the car. Didn't even really say anything. You know, they do the little car no. confessionals. I don't think she said anything. No, no. Well, okay, she, she has reasons to feel accomplished more than feel sad. I don't think she has a single reason to feel sad. So well, no, no, I, I don't came either, on the you know, sh- sometimes when people like when Sarah sent herself home. Right. Right. And it, what I'm saying is that this is a totally different circumstance because she came on the show to get her clout, get her Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. She accomplished that and she left, she left with a clean break. Yeah. <laughs> so all wins for kit here. I was like, say, res- good on respect her. to kit. Get that bag, baby girl. Like, do your thing. Like, it seems very clear that that's what was going on. That's what's up. You think she'll be on Paradise? Uh, I don't really see Kit as a Paradise girl. 
Okay. You know who I do see as a Paradise Girl? Who? Katie, if she's not picked as the Bachelor. They got they got to pick her as the Bachelorette. Did I say Bachelor? You did. Um, I wasn't going to correct you, though. Who else would I see on Paradise? Not Abigail. I don't really want anybody from this season on Paradise. They're all mean. I want to see Victoria on Paradise. No, I don't want to. I don't. I literally do not want to see her face or hear her voice ever again as long as I live. You know who would go on Paradise though? Who I I I I don't I dislike. Um, Serena C. Yeah, it, I don't even see her getting picked for something like that though. You know what she now, she'd go Anna? On? Are you the one? Are you the one? MTV show. Why? Because she has MTV reality star written on her. Ah, uh, yeah, I can see that. Yep, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I could see her even on like, um, what? What's the one next? Is that the one where they're on the bus? Yeah, I, I could see her on next. She's, she's one be- of the, she's like the first one to come off the bus. Next, put yeah. her on Room Raiders. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, what were you gonna say? Who were you gonna say? You were talking about Paradise. You said you know who I could see. Hmm. Well, while you think about that, I'm going to continue. Okay. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, Jacinia, uh, she doesn't get her one-on-one orders. There's nothing really special about this date. They race some cars. They don't even race. They just drift some cars. They're in a car, and that's the date. Yeah. And then Really romantic. He doesn't give her the rose. Oh, well. Yeah. She was mean not a, earlier. Not a shocker. I'm over it. No, not a shocker. No. She played her part. Um, she got MJ off the show. She did. <laughs> Yeah, did what she came to do. She came there specifically. She said, "I know there's going to be a girl named MJ on this show, and she's she's going to cause some trouble." (laughs) Yeah, mission accomplished. Yeah. Um, Then we go into rose ceremony two. Piper goes bye bye. No surprise. Nope, not surprised at all. And I didn't like Piper after the beginning of this episode anyway. So, Mm -hmm. good riddance. Bye. So hometowns. We got Serena P, Rachel, Bree. Michelle, mm-hmm. who's going home next? We, we, I'm pretty sure we go down to three for fantasy suites, right? Serena P is not getting a fantasy suite. Is that what you think? Yep. Yeah. Um, in the so in the previews, you know, we basically have Serena P's like sister or mom or whoever mm-hmm. telling her she doesn't look. Smitten. You know, from what I've seen, you don't look smitten, and Serena P's crying. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, after their last date, it didn't. I mean, it ended up fine, but it didn't go well mm-hmm. during. Mm-hmm. So I think she's the next one out. Yep, that's good. And I, I would agree with you. If not her, then I would say Brie. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Serena P. I do, I do think that my final two is the same as yours, Michelle and Rachel. Cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see Brie squeaking into the final two. Possibly. In, in hometowns, of- hometowns should be interesting. Should I be. know. Th- oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, we okay. We know for a fact that Brie gets a home, or I meant fantasy suites should be interesting. We know for a fact that Brie gets a fantasy suite. Why? We've seen it multiple times on the previews. They show mm-hmm. them in a bed together, him without his shirt on, mm-hmm. um, them sitting on a couch together, which with uh, and this was on a breakdown. This one's kind of crazy, kind of nitty gritty. They have orange juice in front of them, and they're sitting on a couch together. He has his shirt off. Mm-hmm. It looks. Very, it, it's very clear that it's the morning after a, mm-hmm. a fantasy suite, mm-hmm. and then we see them together in a hot tub and in a bed snuggling, mm. um, Brie and Matt. So, fantasy suite, you know, what we still haven't seen though is him crying, him on crying, curb. yeah, that's got to be during hometowns because Serena P is going to leave. 
You think he's going to cry over Serena P? The, well, the only person he would cry over is Rachel, and I don't know that she's going to give him a reason to on the show. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I don't see him. Maybe, maybe he, yeah, I don't Serena see Serena P might decide to go home, and he might not be ready for it. You better get he does like her. I guess, for some reason. Um, well, what she lacks in size. <laughs> Remember when he said that? Yeah. She makes up uh, for her personality or makes up yeah. her personality or something. Um, cool. Any, any, any last thoughts? Um, no. I mean, we have four last thoughts here. Serena, Rachel, Bree, and Michelle. <laughs> so we'll see how it all plays out between them. Clever. Um, awesome. All right. Not oh, really. Chris Harrison stepping away. Yeah. So who's the next host going to be Victoria? No, me. I'm put, Damn, dude, that would be solid. I'm putting my name in the hat. I want the suits. I want the easy job. Literally, this guy just pops in every now and then, says, hey, girls, here's a card, pops out, says, hey, here's the last rose, pops out. He's over here eating mm. lobsters, doing all <clears throat> kinds of crazy shit. That's what's up. Hanging out with Ed. <laughs> Drinking some wine with Ed, yeah. I could um, see you on the show. You're like Matt James before he took the super soldier serum. <laughs> Yeah, um, totally, definitely. Uh, I don't want to be The Bachelor. Make that note. I just want to host. Pretty historic thing for Chris Harrison to step away, though. No, yeah, it is crazy. Although, it, it's prob I think it's kind of safe to say that he's he's not going to be on the, like, after the final rose show or whatever they do after the show. Mm -hmm. But I could see him being, whenever The Bachelorette starts after this, I could see him being back for that. Well, there were rumors before this announcement that he was rumored to be stepping away anyway. And like JoJo um, hmm. last... When, when though? When was during the season? When was he going to step away? When did those rumors come out? Was it during the season? No, no. It was last um, with, with Taysha. Like the whole oh. JoJo coming in was kind of... They said that was like a, a trial run at a new host type. Like not that it would be JoJo, but to see how people would handle Chris not being on the show interesting okay so i mean they've been there for a minute i mean but again they were just rumors it wasn't anything concrete that he was gonna actually right. step away but i mean who knows i mean the next host is probably gonna be somebody who's been on the show right if if it's what not me then i would i would ben higgins he seems like a pretty cool guy so that's what i've been seeing like that's yeah. what that's what people are like theorizing I haven't, I haven't looked too deep into it, but it's a good theory. Everybody likes him. He's like the best bachelor according to everybody. Um, he's mm -hmm. been, I've seen, I've only, like, I didn't watch the season, but I've seen him when he's like visited other bachelors and shit. And he seems like a chill dude. I wouldn't mind like him hosting or whatever. Cause I, again, yeah. the host doesn't do anything. I told Jess this, I was like, why don't they just go hostless? Like the host doesn't need to be there. The producers are running right. shit. Just have your celebrities come in on the dates. Like they've been doing like the host. You don't need a host, but. It's nice to have like, like a face of the show, though. No, yeah, yeah I understand that, but I mean, if you like take other that, than other, other than, than the, the Bachelor, or the Bachelorette, but I mean, yeah. they could be the face. Like they're on the, all he he's not really on the promotional material. It's always them, so right. But I understand. I understand what you're saying. Like having some consistency um, throughout. But again, I I like would some be, sort of some sort of like go between from the producers to the the people. Yeah, I mean. But again, I would not be opposed to to hostless, just like the uh, Oscars and shit. But even if it meant that you miss out on a a huge career opportunity, 
I don't think they're knocking on my door, Clay. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. They're going to listen to this podcast and be like, you know what? We need this guy. Listen to his silky smooth voice. That's what it is. Is that you, Derek Morgan? I can tell by your ripped voice. <laughs> All right. Listen to wrap. his ASMR. <laughs> let's wrap this up, you jackass. Let's. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you check us out. You are checking us out. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, give us a rating and a review. Five stars, please. Give us a nice little review. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. You can DM us any questions, any topics you think you, we, we uh, might want to talk about or you want to hear us talk about, any questions you have. Uh, or you can email them at, to masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. Uh, I'm Caleb. That's Clay. We're the Masters of the Cultureverse, and we'll see you next week. Bye.